Hey guys, and welcome back to the latest Teach of Tomorrow podcast episode with your co-host, Matt, soon to be Mr. Aldring. And your co-host, Sam, soon to be Mr. Gregory. And we are here to share our journey, experiences and views on all things education. Hey guys, and welcome back to the latest podcast episode where today we're going to be talking to the wonderful man himself, Omar Akbar, uh, secondary science teacher and published author of two brilliant books, uh, where today we'll be talking about the unofficial teacher's manual particularly. Um, first of all, Omar, thanks for coming on, mate. Great to speak to you again. Um, Welcome. Pleasure mine. And how you enjoy in isolation. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't as bad as like it was in March, you know, because that was kind of, I mean, you don't know how long you're going to, how long it's going to last for. And, you know, there wasn't uh, the online teaching. We weren't doing that then. Not that we weren't setting work, obviously we were setting work, um, but that was kind of like a, you know, that uncertainty of that was worse. So this yeah. was better than that. Um, but in the last couple of days, I find myself like, no, I need to be back now. You know, I'm just like, you know, when your sleep pattern gets a bit disrupted, yeah. you know, and I, I, was, yeah. I was having like flashbacks from March <laughs> when everybody's watching Tiger King and all that. <laughs> I swear to God. And then your sleep gets disrupted. And then I'm just like at three in the morning, Tiger King's voice is popping in my head. You know what I mean? <laughs> the next cap that ever put his head on my back of my head to put my head on the ground. <laughs> Honestly, it's like, leave me alone, man. I want to go back already. I didn't realize we were uh, interviewing Joe Exotic. I didn't realize he was there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I learned that it, from a TikTok, actually. But yeah, there you go. You definitely strike me as the person who, yeah, who, who needs to be doing something and not, not doing anything. And I think you just proved it there in about 10 seconds, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> oh, 100%, man, 100%. That's how I am. Yeah. Well, like Matt said, like, obviously, we are really grateful that you've decided to come onto our podcast. Uh, and Matt's touched on today that, obviously, in our episode, that we're going to be touching on your book, The Unofficial Teacher's Manual. Um, that is basically the reason why, you bought, like, why we brought you onto it. Um, we've read the book. And it's a brilliant, brilliant read. It's very quirky, very easy to read. Um, I read it in two days. And yeah, it is literally what it says. It's what they don't teach you in, in, in your training. And it relates back to your experience. And it's very, very insightful. And yeah, we're both very excited to get this episode underway. And hopefully it will help a lot of people who might have, have some worries during their PGCE, PGCE yeah. is, but, but also as well, uh, you know what, like even for teachers out there as well who are wanting to get um, to that next level or have um, issues that might, that might come up that they've not experienced before, it's, it, it covers all aspects in, in, in my opinion. I think it's a fascinating read. So yeah, well done. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And actually, we'll touch on it you know, later in the interview and the discussion, but it, even just talking to you now, it very much resembles your personality the way it's written which is i yeah. think the unique selling point out of the book you know it is it has that that quirky feel about it and that energy about it when even when you're uh-huh. it. oh thank you thank you um obviously before we get started guys that are tuned in for the first time or um that have listened to us throughout um if you want to get in touch with us on instagram or twitter then our handles are at the teachers of tomorrow on instagram and you'll find us on at tft pod on twitter likewise if you want to get in touch with omar i'm sure it would be um, more than happy to speak to people or follow his journey 
as a teacher. Obviously, on TikTok, he's massive. Um, <laughs> you have to you have to tell people your TikTok if you want, because we don't have TikTok. So uh, we're, we're, I tend to just I tend to just do them on TikTok, but post them on Insta. Yeah, that's so all right. I keep the t- I keep the TikTok closed because because obviously kids are going to find you, you know. So yeah, I, yeah, that's kind of yeah, private, but yeah. So yeah, yeah. So if you want to get in touch with Omar on Twitter, it's. Uh, at unofficial OA and again on Instagram at the unofficial teachers manual. Um, but yeah, like I say, Sammy boy, take it, take us away with the first question, mate. Let's get, let's get right into it. Yeah. So obviously before deciding to write the book, how long had you been thinking about it and what were you seeing and experiencing schools over, over the years that drove you to, to write the book essentially? I mean, it had been in the back of my mind for probably about, I'd say probably about three years or so, you know, it's like you, you keep seeing, I guess, new teachers making the same mistakes. And they're not mistakes um, through incompetence. There's nothing wrong with those teachers. You know, they're making them through just not knowing, you know. So I I was seeing a lot of people, you know, not doing as well in their observations as they could have. Um, Like getting work dumped on them kind of last minute, well, not last minute, but just extra work. And, you know, that they're not able to say no. Um, People not getting promoted when they could have. Um, have they, you know, done kind of the right things, I guess. Um, and people, teachers kind of inadvertently um, affecting, adversely affecting their working relationships too. So there's all these kind of uh, things in teaching which don't relate to the teaching, which I saw people doing, um, and I myself had done. Mm-hmm. And you think, you know what, somebody needs to put this in a book. Somebody needs to write all this down. I mean, because we, we, there's a lot of the kind of the pedagogy, the research, and, you know, that's not to be dismissed. They're all useful. But this kind of other side of it, which you only learn when you're in the job, I think somebody needs to put that in a book. And then I was running the, uh, the Birmingham Half Marathon for the first time in 2016. Um, and that was kind take of... That, take that one off the list. Next. <laughs> yeah. And that was, um, while I was doing that, it was, it was really nice to kind of have a, have a focus and a goal, you know, like quite a big one, because that's, you know, it's a half marathon then, you know? Yeah. Um, and I thought after that, I was like, well, what am I going to do now? You know, what? And then I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to do it because it's been in my mind. I'm going to do it. And when I was doing the, lo- um, the kind of the long runs on the Sunday, I mean, they can take ages, like two hour runs, you know? Then in my mind, it was like, okay, chapter one, I could put this in. Chapter two, I could put this in. Then I'll come back and just, you know, sketch it out, make something. And then when that was over, then I put pen to paper and made a proper plan. And I thought, right, let's do this. So, yeah. You've alluded to, um, like, observing uh, training teachers coming in and making, like, these mistakes that that isn't really the the fault of their own. And me and Matt have done an episode uh, at the start of teacher wellbeing, and we looked at the, the well, the stats and figures really uh, for t- teacher turnover, especially in the first years. And it was it was about twenty five percent of teachers from their first year actually ended and ended up leaving the position uh, their their position. Would you say like through the observation observations that you've made and the the factors that you've alluded to just there, would you say that those are quite big factors to why teachers might be leaving the profession? Um, and are the impacts of those factors big or or small on someone's like confidence? Uh, you mean the factors that I mentioned earlier? Um, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, the, the, the things I, I saw people kind of doing wrong. Yeah, that, that well, I said made you fit. In yeah. inverted commas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I think they are. And I think um, there's not enough guidance for how to deal with those things. 
Um, and that's what I thought was lacking. You know, I mean, when, I, when I wrote the book, what I had in mind was to keep teachers happy and to keep them in the profession. Those were the two kind of objectives, so to speak, you know. So, I mean, the system throws a lot at you. Mm. And that same system, I, I, didn't, I didn't believe at the time when I wrote the book that, that, that they're telling you how to manage these things, you know. Yeah. So hey. I, think, I think that is that, 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 what, that, excuse me, those are a key part in, in what you mentioned about retention, recruitment and retention. Yeah. It seems, yeah. it seems like you've kind of focused on the sort of social and personal aspect of, of things as well as um, areas of, of the technical side of teaching, which again, we'll, we'll touch on later. But yeah, for me, that, that seems to be like a really important point. And it, and obviously hence why the book's done so well is clearly others, others in similar positions to us feel the same because yeah, I think it does get looked over a bit, maybe that, that personal side of, of creating relationships and, um, you know, dealing with social situations a bit better, particularly in a professional environment. Um, I can imagine that's obviously, you know, really important. And for a lot of people, maybe not like the three of us who are quite evidently confident and happy to communicate and socially, you know, happy in social situations and new environments. But for a lot of people, that might be, you know, a bit, a bit, a bit more difficult. So it's, a, it's about knowing certain tricks, if we want to call them that, you know, and, and I think a lot of it can only be learned once, you, once you've done it. Um, and I think, I think there's not enough sharing of teachers' lived experiences with students, with student teachers and NQTs, mm. um, because they, they learn a lot, like theory-wise, um, and obviously they have teachers observing their lessons and stuff, and they'll give them pointers. But the other stuff, like, for example, what not to put in an email, how do you learn that until you've done it wrong or, or until somebody sat you down and said, you know what, don't phrase it like that. Say it like yeah. this, you know, and, what, you and, and, when it, and when it comes to getting promoted, how do you make yourself stand out? You know, hopefully uh, your tips will help me out in the next couple of years. That'll, that's why I'm open anyway. <laughs> me, and Sam, me and Sam will be uh, holding you to blame if, it, if we're not getting <laughs> for years, mate. Um, obviously, like we touched on earlier, you've, you've written the book brilliantly it's funny it's quirky it's got that humorous side but also quite straight to the point which um again sort of comes across in your personality do you feel like the way you wrote it it kind of naturally flowed that way or do you did you really did you sort of purposely choose to write it that way almost i think it was a bit of both you know because the books i tend to read i i like the books where the author is speaking to the reader and mm. and and that kind of chatty tone you know maybe the odd swear word too, you know. Um, I personally like those, so I read a lot of those myself. So I think that kind of made me want to do it as well. Yeah. Or I read those because I'm like that anyway. So it's a bit chicken and egg like that. So it's, it's kind of one or the other. Um, but I think and I, what we said before, like student teachers tend to read a lot of the so-and-so et al said that, you know, and, and I'm not dismissing those, they're useful books. And I think it'd just be a bit of a light relief if they just got like a teacher just telling them, just talking to a teacher, you know? Yeah. I think that's what we found when we, when we were talking about the book the other day, you know, just um, reading it, it does give you that personable feel. It has that, it has that personality about it, which I think makes it so easy to read. And I guess that's probably why it's done so well, you know, with, um, with people like ourselves and other teachers, because it is, it is given that different perspective and, and it is just, yeah, really sort of, um, what's the word, inviting. You know, it's inviting to read. 
from um so obviously um we're both like student teachers and for from our point of view uh, the book is very useful to us and you've spoken about how it's uh, based very much on experiences. You, you spoke about how you were witnessing student, student teachers coming into the profession and you were like, they, they're not being taught these things and someone needs to put this in a book. The things that you've obviously uh, mentioned in the book, which you've like sectioned out into your, your chapters and whatnot, were, did anyone before you, like, did they speak to you about things that you need to look out for that they've maybe not taught you on your PGC year or your training year? Or you yourself as a student teacher, did you learn through experience about these things? And then obviously, as time goes on, you're now the teacher and you're now seeing these student teachers having the exact same experiences as you. Is, is, that, what, is that what happened or were you in a slightly different position? I think it's mostly... I mean, I would have had the odd chats with teachers um, when I was an NQT. Excuse me, my email is on. How do you like that? My work oh. email is on right now. <laughs> Can't stop working. That's it's not that's, stopping no, it. That's, <laughs> no, it's typical, isn't it? But, work, um, ne- work never sleeps, mate. You know, no, it never sleeps. That is an exact <laughs> advertisement of to people of why not to get into teaching. Oh my god, <laughs> at quarter past seven, and his work oh, emails are still going off. His TikTok is going off as well, but we won't talk about that. It's fine. That's. <laughs> but, um, no, what was I saying? I mean, no one kind of sat me down um, and said, "Look, this, this, this." It was more a case of the odd conversation here and there, or just picking it up in the staff room. Or, well, yeah, osmosis, I guess. That's kind of how I, how I learned all of those. And plus, I've taught at four schools as well. And you see the same things. It's, it, it, there's almost the same culture within schools, um, which is not taught about. And it is the same culture. I mean, I'm on my fourth school 15 years, you know. Um, and I, I was a union rep as well for, for five of those years. So when you go to conferences and things, yeah. it's like, you know, you could you could be speaking to somebody from your own school and not even know because it's that similar, you know? It's, it's weird, I guess. I wouldn't have expected that. I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. I mean, they don't get me wrong. They do vary as well, but there are certain things which are just universal, you know? Yeah. And, I, think, and you, I was going to say, do you think that, do you think that's because of the teacher training program? In general? Um, I'm afraid a little careful in that. Yeah, no, you see, you curveballed me. Um, it probably is then, I guess. It probably is. Um, I, th- I think there's, there's probably more of a focus on the academic side of the teaching rather than um, how to be a teacher. They teach you how to teach, but not, not how to be a teacher. You know, I, yeah. I think it's more that way. And I don't think that's something they do on purpose. I just think it, it, it doesn't occur to people, does it? You know, systematic approach, I guess, isn't it? You choose one yeah. way, you choose the other. Like, do you go down the academic route, I guess, or do you focus on the, the craft, as it were, you know, the, the profession? There's actually, a, I'm sure we've read a book on that, actually, Sam, maybe first year, uh, or an article about teaching. Is it an art or is it a craft? Or It was about whether or not it's an actual, like, profession, wasn't it? Or, yeah. Or, 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 or not, because like, it was comparing, like, other, other countries and stuff and how much time they actually have to study for to become a teacher. Whereas like here, for example, it's, it's three years, but you've got some countries that take five, six years. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. 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 It just made me think of it like that, really. When listening to you talk then, that kind of just popped back into my head about um, 
sort of whether that was the case, whether you thought it was more of a profession or whether the experience side of things is, um, is more important. I guess it's tough, really. It's tough for us to know because we're not there yet. So from hearing from someone like you who's been there 15 years in, in various schools, obviously, for, for your, from your perspective, it's kind of portrayed in the book that that's, that's where you feel, what you feel is missing from, from people, for people like us. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Just, just on that, on the question that, um, the original question for me, just as a follow-up, like obviously you've broken down your book into like decent sections and there are some very useful tips and stuff. Like for example, um, how to get parents on your side, the do's and don'ts of meetings, uh, how to get the teaching job you want. From your experience, like which one of those sections from a personal point of view did you find hardest to do or to overcome? Which one of those sections did I find hardest to deal with myself as a teacher? Yeah. Is, is that what you mean? Um, ooh. It's, gonna, it's hard to think about that one. I think the work-life balance. Yeah, work-life balance. The work-life balance, that, that, that's, that was the hardest. Um, because obviously your PGCE, don't get me wrong, the workload is very, very high. No one's, you know, um, but a full timetable when you're an NQT, that's something else, man. You know, I, and I think, I think that, that, that's something else. I mean, just the, the exhaustion you get from that, um, planning, marking, et cetera, excuse me, et cetera, et cetera. I think that that was probably the one I struggled with the most. Do, do you think that is the same for both secondary and primary? Obviously being a secondary school teacher, um, yours is obviously science, science focused, isn't it? So I guess obviously for you, the subject knowledge is far more in depth and obviously you're covering seven, is it seven years, eight years in secondary school with, um, oh, which other, yeah. yeah, to from year seven to year 13, isn't it? So yeah, about six, seven years, but like, yeah, do you feel that's, that's universal, you know, with primary as well, because obviously it's what, slightly, the, 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 the the pressure. yeah, the workload. Oh, it's, it's, it's the same. It's the same. It's exactly the same. I mean, I speak to a lot of primary teachers, um, essentially, it's the same. I mean, they treat, te teach a broader range, but less in depth, obviously. Yeah. But because it's they're treat, teaching a broader range, and it just it, it averages out to the same thing, you know. Um, and progress meetings and and data and targets and all of that, it is essentially the same thing. It's the same system, so yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. It actually leads really nicely on to the next question, really. Um, what you've said there, because you talk about, we've talked about sort of building the relationships and that side of things, but you also talk in the book about some of the more practical areas, um, like you say, time management, you know, when it comes to a full-time table, for example, and, and marking books and planning lessons as well as all the other meetings you've got to attend in, and so on. Um, for people that haven't read the book uh, or just, uh, just tuned in now, what sort of advice would you give to them, particularly if they're student teachers like ourselves who maybe are worried about that? Uh, for the time management and workload management. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for, for NQTs and PGCs, I mean, the, the first thing I would say, and I mentioned this in the book, is prioritize whatever is visible to somebody else. Um, now, I know that's... People say prioritize the kids, and I 100% agree with that too, but there's people watching. You know, you have to prove yourself at, in the early stages, so prioritize the visible first. Like, for example, if you've got a book scrutiny coming up, 
mark the shit out of those books. Because they're, yeah, yeah. they're going to judge, they're going to judge you by that, you know, and, and you want to, you want to be at your best when they judge you. And um, then the next thing I would say is to, is to plan, is to focus on your, is prioritize your planning of your lesson. Um, because that's where, that's when the learning happens. Okay. That, that is putting the kids first ultimately. Um, and then, then it's uh, marking is, is secondary. But that obviously you still have to you still have to kind of get it done. But that's kind of in that order. So the visible, then planning, then marking. Um, I'd also say, yeah, sorry, yeah, go on. No, 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 carry on first, and then I'll I'll jump in oh. after. Um, I mean, just general in terms of time management as well, like because tiredness, fatigue is going to be is going is a is a permanent issue for teachers. Um, so I would say do the easy stuff when you're tired. Like if you know you're going to be tired by Wednesday, then find some multiple choice questions or something like that to mark, which, which you know you can get through easily. Don't do something. Don't start learning GCC physics. You know what I mean? <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Um, so do the easier stuff when you're tired. And also take advantage of your free periods. Um, and, and the way to do that, because it's easy to get distracted in a free period, because you think, oh, well, I need a break. And it's a justifiable break if you, if, you know, because you feel like you need one and you do need one. But if you plan what you're going to do in your free periods, then they won't just, you won't just kind of let them happen to you, you know? Yeah. Um, and and it's, it's, it's all about prioritizing the other uh, parts of your life as well. Um, like, for example, um, even if something as basic as getting a dishwasher, you know, if you can, just save time that way. <laughs> Um, get, 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 honestly, just save time Be that sponsored. way. Be sponsored. Be sponsored, Omar. The last thing you want to do the last thing you want to do is is spend eleven hours a day working and then stand there washing dishes. I mean, and and your gym as well. You know, if you can get it, if you can go to a gym near school, then you then you go on the way back or, or the way to work, back from work, and just cut the time there. Always look to cut time in other parts of, of your life. So basically, yeah. I need to move out of my flat and get a big enough kitchen so I can buy a dishwasher. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. It's, a lot, it's a lot of expenditure coming out my way at the moment Omar, because of that recommendation um, yeah. I mean no, you take you take you do whatever you can do you know you, you obviously must have heard that I've been starting going back to the gym this week as well so I'm glad you brought that up Sam yeah. uh, normally it's just Sam talking about it so now we can we can all join the conversation <laughs> um, I was just gonna yeah. actually jump in and say you know when you were making that first point about prioritize what's visible to people that are watching you would you say that some people would see that as a cynical viewpoint like you said you mentioned yes. about yeah putting the kids obviously you prioritize the kids but ultimately like it is a dog eat dog and you do need to prove yourself so it's would you say that's quite a cynical view yes. so, uh, teachers are under a lot of scrutiny um i i people would may see that as cynical yes um and they're entitled to their opinion I tend to give the, my opinions tend to enable, I guess, the survival of teachers. Yeah. If that makes sense. So I, I'm looking out for the best interest of the teacher. And I think that does that. If you do that, then you'll be okay. It's good, it's good to yeah. hear a different, good to hear, yeah, refreshing. Yeah, I mean, no, no one's saying, I mean, I'm not saying for a second you don't prioritize the kids as well. You know, this is, that's, yeah. that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying you just got to be a bit clever about the way you do things. Like I said, with the book scrutiny, if somebody's checking, you know what you got to do. You know, but, if there's an observation, make sure that's your best one. Don't put on a show. You know? <laughs> just, make, just make sure, make sure that the eyes are dotted and T's across. You know what I mean? Work smart, not harder, mate. Aim exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just as the 
the, the, the final question then, with obviously the book being a huge success and another being equally successful with the bad school leadership, what is next for you as an author then? And where do you see yourself in the future regarding teaching and education, Omar? Okay, um, so my next book is underway currently. Um, and that will be, fingers crossed, that will be out in July of 2021. Exclusive on the podcast uh, pending. Exclusive uh, wait, podcast Thank you. Pending. <laughs> um, so that's going to be about the education system. So it's going to be another guide for new teachers. Um, but this time, it's going to be about the education system and how you can kind of deal with it as a teacher. Uh, what I mean by that is... Um, so the education system, there's part of it, parts of it which are broken completely. There are parts of it which are detrimental to you and the kids, okay? And if you do things cleverly and correctly, um, you can, you learn how to kind of make certain parts more bearable and also work around other parts, okay? Like, for example, the curriculum, I mean, most teachers, nine times out of 10, if you ask them about the curriculum, they're going to say it's too narrow, okay? Mm-hmm. But the, you as the classroom teacher, there's, there's ways that you can work around that, okay? So that, that, that's, that's one example. Um, things like a, it's a data-driven system, um, but you can, be, you can manage uh, the data demands in a way that is effective and bearable for you as a teacher and effective for the kids too. This book sounds amazing so, already. <laughs> so I mean, we've got a we we don't. I can't give you a title because it's still yeah, a working yeah. title at the, at yeah, the moment. Yeah. We haven't decided it. I'm still in negotiation with uh, Bloomsbury over the title. Um, so yeah, just just on that, Omar. Um, mm. Obviously, you spoke about um, previously about the 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 curriculum and obviously like uh, student teachers and the focus from the training programs being on the the curriculum and just being. How to be a teacher and not the experiences and things like that. Um, you said there's ways of getting around the curriculum so it's not as narrow as it may be perceived. Is that depend from your experience? Is that dependent on the school that that you have worked in? Um, I mean, curriculum is it's national, isn't it? I mean, everybody, as far as GCC science is concerned, we all, we all have to teach the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, sorry, could, could you repeat the last bit, if you don't mind? So, you, you said um, about the curriculum and teachers, teachers saying that it's quite narrow, but yeah. then you, you've spoken about the potential for getting around that potentially. Yeah. My question was, is that dependent on, on the school and how, how, much, how much leeway there is like for you to do in your in your lessons and be creative within those lessons okay. is it um no no i don't believe it is the, the advice i've given on that specifically is generic um and it okay. will be stuff which you, which you have seen i mean you've probably got teachers that you can remember and they would have done this and it will be in your mind somewhere you know when you, when you read it in the book you'll see you'll see what i mean um it, it's just something you, you 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 pick it you pick it up over time no it's generic it's, it's not to do with school no okay um, that is an exclusive on the potty, you know, before everyone else gets involved. So uh, we'll be taking that away with us. Thank you, Omar. Um, Thank you. Obviously, the CPD section this week, of course, is going to be based around yourself and, and the two books that we've mentioned, um, the Unofficial Teacher's Manual, as 
we've discussed on, on the show and also Bad School Leadership, which, again, will be another great read. Um, and I'm sure hopefully in the, in the future we'll get you on to talk about that as well because it's, I think for us as student teachers, it's always good to understand what lead, like leadership have to go through because I guess we don't really know how much pressure they're under, what job jobs you know they've got on their plate as well as teaching as well. So I think that's, that'd be a really good good reading for us to discuss in the future as well if you'd if you'd like to join us again one day mate <laughs> yeah, definitely 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 let me know sure. um in terms of advice for student teachers um obviously you've mentioned some great points throughout but is there any sort of if there's one bit of advice you could give now to any student teacher like ourselves going into their pgc or nqt what would it be it would be to always remember your greater purpose Whatever whatever made you want to do your PGC in the first place, you need to clutch to that. Clutch to that, really, because it's going to throw a lot at you. The PGC, the NQT year, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so always, always kind of clutch to your higher purpose because that 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 will kind of enable everything else. It will make everything else a whole lot easier. If you if you believe that you are there for a greater reason then everything else becomes more the, the not so uh, exciting parts, I guess um, the high pressure parts, they become a lot more bearable. God, that was deep. I enjoyed it. That hit me right in the feels that. No, I think, yeah, I think, I think it's, yeah, I think it's, uh, yeah, well, definitely reminisce with, with both of us. Like for me, for example, like, yeah, I, I have no intention of, becoming a teacher and then yeah I got exposed to the classroom working one-to-one with an SAND child and yeah being exposed to exposed for to a year three class for the two years and whatnot and yeah I just fell in love with it and it was like yeah the, the right thing to do now is just to progress and do my training as a teacher so yeah that's yeah I like that a lot yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely I mean because you because you would have got some feeling from that yeah like something inside you would have kind of clicked saying you know what this is why I'm here you know and, and they, this is something I want to do. So just always remind yourself of that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, we'll whatever do that. Whatever it is, and, and, that, you know, it, it could be whatever. It's like, it's your reason. You don't have to, expl- you don't have to justify it to anybody, you know? So whatever, yeah, yeah. Your, whatever your why is, that's enough. Yeah. yeah. No, as long as for the right reasons and stuff, then yeah. No, nah, you're 100% right, Omar. Yeah. What a, yeah. Way, what a way to finish a show with a statement like that. Whoever's listening, they've got, they've got it there. Um, for anyone, like I say, who wants to get in touch with Omar after this um, or follow his journey, uh, get him on at Unofficial OA on Twitter um, or on Instagram at the Unofficial Teachers Manual. And as always, if you want to get in touch with us, then by all means on Twitter at TFT Pod and on Instagram at the Teachers Tomorrow. Omar, absolute delight to get you on, mate. Uh, it's been really great connecting with you and, and listening to you and talking to you about uh, the book and just your experiences in school. So um, from myself, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I look forward to speaking you to so you so much. Hopefully. No, thank you so much for inviting me. It's really good what you guys are doing. Honestly, I mean, this is this type of, you know, where you're connecting new teachers and benefiting from the experiences of others. It's 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 amazing. It really is. Pleasure's mine. Thank you so uh, much. Appreciate it, mate. To be fair, we like, we've, we've been looking with the guests that we have on. We, we've learned so much about, the education system, teaching, like different routes of teaching. Like, yeah, it's been mad to be honest with you, but really enjoying it, aren't we? So yeah, yeah happy it, days. Yeah. yeah. Top man. Sam, as always, an absolute pleasure. Omar, take care of yourself and thanks for tuning Thank in, guys.
Cheers. Thank you so much. Cheers, Omar. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. To get in touch with us following the latest podcast episode, head over to at the Teachers of Tomorrow on Instagram or over on Twitter via at TFTPod.